Hello and welcome to Test Pilot, the podcast where you may as well watch the whole show instead. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm here with my co-host, Cassie. And I'm going to end there, Andy. I'm going to end there because we've got we've got breaking Test Pilot news. I don't know if it's breaking news. It's, it's not like months out. late. Yeah, it's, it's, it's months late. About a month or so ago. Months. About a month or something ago, <laughs> Andy, he left. And uh, and th- that's the end of that story, I guess. There's not much more to it. But now it? I'm back. So let's 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 break it down. What's 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 happening with the podcast? That is uh, everybody's favorite podcast in Australia. The TP, the Test Pilot, uh, the only podcast that releases episodes <laughs> tri monthly. Yeah. Oh, so sporadically. <laughs> which is uh, which is good because the listeners like that. Yeah. They love that. They want a a quarterly update. Well, basically at this point, every every quarter, end of Q1, we'll we'll, we'll do a little address and we'll be like, guys, this time for real, we're going to be consistent. We're going to bank up some episodes this time and nothing's going to get in our way. Um, And then we stop for like a good while because someone has a tummy ache. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking. Rude. My tummy hurts a lot. Yeah, we got a tummy ache. We got to take six months off. Joe, <laughs> oh, you gonna go to the doctor about that one? Nah, 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 nah. It's fine. Don't I told worry you the doctors it. can't explain it. So, what does this mean going forward? I mean, we haven't done a really good job explaining it. Basically, you know, Andy's a busier boy than me. Um, he's got he's got commitments. He's got things to do. And um, I think deep down in his heart, he knew that eventually. I was going to become so popular and so famous that I was going to go too far and start like like physically harming him during episodes. <laughs> like my I got a thing called a fragile ego and I I've, I've been told this where if anyone undermines me in any way I snap and you know I put people down um dunk their heads underwater at like swimming pools and stuff. Look dude, I'm just sick of getting DDT'd. Well, yeah. you know, every time I mean, I DDT isn't that the drug? Uh, that's What's well, Mark's drug? It's my it's, it's, it's a drug to me, baby. Uh, what is a DDT? You ask at home. It's a wrestling move. Um, what is the? Uh, they don't actually know why it's called a DDT, which is quite interesting. Don't, oh, don't you think that's interesting? Did you watch WrestleMania? I didn't watch WrestleMania. I'm too busy um, practicing, practicing <laughs> to be in WrestleMania <laughs> next year. Winners don't watch. Okay. Winners do. Um, so yeah, you're you're a busy boy, Andy. Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, I'm not like the busiest boy, but I'm currently I'm currently studying, and I want to make sure I can finish this this course by the end of June. Yeah, yeah. And you've tried that in the past while doing the podcast. <laughs> it's not worked both, out well for either. Of us. Were both you and Cassie dropouts? Are we, are we calling you dropouts? Oh yeah. I prefer transfer students. I would prefer a dropout because that's fucking badass. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. So this is officially, I think this is officially your 80th episode as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. And it, I could be mistaken because you've missed the last two, the last two, and you missed one before that. Yes. Was there any other misses? No. No. All right. So three strikes and you're out, baby. Yeah, that's I guess it. That's what I guess, we're yeah. Well, hold, hold, yeah. like that's the thing. I didn't quit. You guys fired. Yeah. Well, you, you, got, you, know. you didn't even have a sore tummy. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. I you should just fake a sore tummy yeah. for like the next year. Not faking. I have it a sore really tummy. Works. Yeah. We still haven't fully explained. Oh yeah. Okay. So what's happening? So Andy's. Andy's. This is Andy's final episode. 
Uh, for now, who knows? I mean, the future's along. Who, who knows what will happen in the hey, future? After, I do. After, uh, nuclear war. Yeah, exactly. So, I yeah, my, my money's on um, not ever going to be on the podcast again. <laughs> so, okay. What does this mean for Test Pilot going forward? The short answer? I don't know. No, I don't know. Probably don't know. another six months till you get another episode. We don't know. Either, either we will continue to release episodes or this might be the last ever episode of Test Pilot. I mean, the choice is yours. Listeners, <laughs> write in to <laughs> testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. Do uh, you want if, Mark and I to carry the torch? Do you if, want more If of you this? want more, say, and... and yes, mummy. The thing is, we, we have really, we've set up uh, it so... You'll have to write very specific things or your vote will not be counted. Yeah, okay. And uh, if you want more, you have to obviously write into testpilotpodcast at gmail.com and it has to say, yes, mummy, me, me, want more. And uh, That was, yes, mummy, me, me, want more. Me, me, want more. But if you want us to stop and you're like, listen, I've, <laughs> I'm now up to 83 episodes of listening to you guys. I've hated it since uh, Star Trek, the first one you did. I kept listening to, to, to think if it was going to get good. Um, the audio quality got a little bit better, but... You that s- certainly did. Cassie started coughing more. <laughs> the coughing was a good addition, I think. So, yeah, so write in. Yes, 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 mummy, Mimi, you want more. If mm. you want more Test Pilot Podcast, if you want us to call it a day, cut it out. Uh, write in um, just a picture of you as a child. You, this isn't... You're, you're sending a picture. <laughs> Um, a you as a child at a theme park yeah. alone. That's a weird photo to have. I <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't reckon but there's spe- that many. But specifically, you have to be eating a corn dog. And, That's hard. And you've got to be on the Jurassic Park ride. No, I truly want to say that if someone doesn't want the podcast to continue and sends us a photo of them at a theme park alone as a child, I will consider that. I'll yeah. consider that pretty strongly. It's a rare photo to take because like, Unless you're an only kid, child. Unless you're an only child. Or a firstborn. Yeah. yeah. But also... Well, you have I, to be a firstborn by a lot because they don't take you to theme parks until you're like five or six. Yeah, and if you're like two and they take a photo of you alone at a theme park, it's <laughs> dark, man. It's like that time I almost got abducted at a theme park, but we've discussed it. So... This uh, is go to bed, Jessica. <laughs> this is go to bed, Jessica. Look, uh, there are a couple of things that I will say. If you do send... You do consider sending that photo in... Yeah. Say goodbye and night night to ever finding out what happens on Malcolm in the Middle, the Malcolm in the Middle, the musical, the Broadway show. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy that that got picked up. I am. I know straight absolutely to Broadway. I thought we'd start off Broadway. Because the thing is, I've not. I keep saying that I finished the script to the movie, and I'm not even close. <laughs> to be gotten out of the fucking tunnel. Neither have I. I really wrote my. I literally wrote myself into a tunnel on that one. <laughs> What does this mean for the podcast going forward? It's up to you, listeners. If we get one response to that, I will be fucking amazed. I'm yeah. gonna write. I'm gonna make a poll what on Twitter. <laughs> if I wait, just hear me out. No, hear me out. I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm gonna listening. stop there because I'm not sure if you can. If I, I can, guarantee you don't have the logins to the Twitter account. <laughs> if, There's absolutely no chance that in the last you haven't logged in for a year. Like oh, uh, modestly, or more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there's no chance that you've still because having shared like a. Instagram account and a part and a fucking email with you, man. You change the password so much. Why do oh. the passwords always have to do with James Hiller? They just gotta. They always do. It's very weird. I guess we've spent uh, a good portion of this episode really explaining where we've been. I don't think we 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 knocked that one off yet. Not at all. Explaining where Andy's going. Definitely didn't do that well enough. 
explaining what we are doing going forward? Ooh. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's um, very up in the air. We tell you if we knew. There's a chance. There's a chance that Ooh. episodes will keep coming out. If there's like a public outcry, the level of like Coney 2012 level. Like if if we get a Coney twenty twelve level response where people are like sharing like a I want to say that was like a twenty five minute video about I like long. I never watched it in full. You never watched it. No. God, I guess you love child soldiers. That's all <laughs> I can think about. Is that that you yeah. love child soldiers or you hate watching founders of movements whack off in the street and then <laughs> then monkey hit the ground. That happened. Oh yeah, the guy who did Coney twenty not the guy who did Coney twenty. I guess you could call him the guy who did to- Coney like twenty twelve. The guy that like like. Documented it or something. Documented it and like brought out the message of everyone. So he like did that. And then obviously like it took off and people like, oh yeah, we're going to do this. And he's like sitting in an office by himself being like, oh shit. I literally have no other, like no idea what to do. Like, cause he's like, I think if we share this to enough people, the world, like we're going to get this guy. And then everyone shared it. It's and weird too. Cause Coney 2012 makes it sounds like you're pro Coney. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I voted for Coney that Me year. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. We're and, not monsters. and so I feel like the pressure just got to his head because like, and I want to say like, this might be wrong, but I want to say within a week. He was like, there was like a video on TMZ of him just like standing on the sidewalk completely naked, just like batting one out. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, just whacking off. You're not fucking I with swear me. God, he's whacking off. And as I said, he gorilla hit the ground, like two hands, like <laughs> boom, boom, and like hit the ground I'm when the cops were like coming later. at him. That's so funny. It was sick. You got to give it up to the guy. He's done two really dope things. He made like a huge- <laughs> Two really dope internet things. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've, I'll watch that video. I won't watch the 25 I I, I want to know more. Did he get to- uh, Did he come? Yeah. <laughs> Good question. I don't think so. I think the cops showed up. <laughs> Wait, did he like gorilla hit the ground when the cop showed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he oh, was like no. He was like rock hard, um, and he was he was obviously running on like a, an an insane amount of adrenaline because like being it, it or ketamine. It takes no wait. That's the that would kill him, wouldn't it? I would say ketamine. It, no, it takes a really really <laughs> brave and strong person. To whack off in public. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I think we can all agree with that. Like, also, being completely naked. Well, yeah. And well, getting hard. Like, oh. it's not easy. I don't, well, I've, I've, this is not from personal experience, but I don't think it's easy to, like, go stand on a street, especially first time. I mean, let's assume it's first time and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get hard right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe he had just nothing to live for. Well, you know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was one of those things where it's like, shoot me, shoot me, bang, bang the ground. And they're just like, no, nah, I reckon he wanted to take on the cops. Yeah. I, maybe it was like one of those things where like your, you know, in basketball where the two-handed gorilla slap yeah. is like, you're no threat to me. Sure. You know, like when like, it's just like. Yeah. When it's like. Well, I think that's what it means for gorillas too. Sure. Yeah. Mm. And for Coney's friends. Yeah. Yeah. And for Coney 2012. Yeah. yeah. You, they still, Coney? like, he legit hasn't been, like, he's still just knocking about Coney, right? Sorry? I have no idea, but he's, Coney's still doing exactly what he was so. doing, right? Like, no one stopped him. Oh, no, I stopped him. Oh, you, you did? Yeah, did, was that Is not, that what you've been? Yeah. Is that not, like, well documented? No, but I, I actually think you no. should have come to those podcast episodes. Oh, well, I well, no, no, I was away. Nobody was stopping Coney. I didn't I know. I was stopping Coney. Yeah, but, the bad. but we did Jag and Real Housewives. So, like, he could have been there. You could at least jack off on the street. Oh, I did. Okay. That's how you caught him. Yeah, that's how he oh, was. Oh like, shit! He that's why he was, he was luring him out. Doing, yeah. He was just luring I, him out. I realized that, and I was like, "Fuck! I've got to do that." Very astute of you. Yeah. 
Andy, okay. I'm going to need you to hit the button. The show we're doing today is called The Pretender. It aired from 1996 to 2000, had four seasons with 86 episodes. Overall on IMDb, The Pretender has a 7.5, and the pilot episode titled Pilot has a 7.9. All right, so there's a little bit of a backstory to the the choosing of this episode. Um, quite often on this podcast, I don't know if you've ever listened, uh, listener at home, uh, decided to pick up on episode 83. Um <laughs> Real disappointing day for you, then. Disappointing day where you find out that it might be the last episode. Definitely last episode with Andy. Yeah, um, definitely the last episode of. Well, how we let, work. let's say last we episode work. with Andy as a co-host, because you know, yeah, always yeah. welcome back to be a guest. Always. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Not always. Like okay. we needed, we need Sorry. like a break. Um, at least like a a letter written right. with an apology. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No Wait worries. for what? For Coney? For the war in Ukraine? Or for this? Oh, fucking everything. Okay. Just, just list all everything you've ever done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Can we also get a photo of you as a child? Yeah. In a theme park. Alone? It's got to be. No, but if I did that, wouldn't the podcast end? Oh shit! That's the thing. We've really no, set like up. It's like typing Google into Google. It's just we a didn't real say catch we, we said we'd really consider it. Yeah. If you want, if you just want to send us a picture of you, <laughs> I think there's at least one person listening at home. That likes the podcast, but also wants us to see that photo. So, what so you th- can do it, but you'd have to say, what is it? Mummy, yeah. mummy. Yes, mummy. Mimi. Mimi want more. Um, want more. Yeah. So if you do that and you send the photo, that's fine. We'd love to yeah. see the photo. Or just send the photo. You as a child and specify child sub seven or sub like. Sub 12. Sub 12. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll take, we'll take, we'll take preteen, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. You can send a photo of you alone at a theme park, but just uh, write no on the photo, just in big red letters (laughs) over the picture of you. And that will take that to mean that you wanted to send us the photo, but you don't want the podcast to end. And I don't think it can be any clearer than that. No. (laughs) I think we've made the rules very clear. If someone fucks up at this point, that's on them. That's on them. And they they might ruin a podcast in the the process. And how's that going to feel? It's going to feel bad for them. Good for Andy, because uh, hey, apparently he hates. But no, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so we we some we every episode, not every episode, but most episodes, I do say, if you've got any show suggestions, write into testpilotpodcast@gmail.com. And there was a period there where we were getting show suggestions, and then it did it, it went dry for a very very long time. And then I turned on my computer one day, and we had an email from uh, a man named Mario. And this was, this was rare for us because usually the emails are from uh, people that I'm what like, know? oh, I know this person. Yeah. Uh, Mario yeah, almost exclusively from Mel, to be honest. Very, very, very exclusively yeah. by Mel. But Mario, I was like, oh, I'm not sure who this was. I assumed it was one of your friends, most likely Andy's. But um, racist. racist. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a very Italian name. You're a very Italian boy. Um, <laughs> we got the email from Mario. With so show suggestions, a couple of good, couple of good ones, uh, you know, some interesting facts. Interesting facts. Very friendly man. And okay. so I, so I emailed back and I said, Mario, uh, I put on my cool voice. I was like, uh, What up, dog? Uh, <laughs> hey, M dog. <laughs> this is M dog coming at this you. This is M dog coming at you. M dog. Can I get one quick photo of you as a child alone at a uh, theme park just to verify your identity? Uh, I'm going to need you to write no on that. (laughs) Write red letters, baby boy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so here's the the thing about Mario. We don't know Mario. 
love to have listeners that we don't know. But Mario, it's mind-blowing, honestly. Mario might be the biggest fan of the show because Mario's done what I've told every guest to do. Mario's watched every episode. Mario's listened to every episode. And our boy Mario accidentally didn't understand what the season one extravaganza was, the season two extravaganza. My dude watched the whole season of The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking hell, I poor realize, guy. I, I didn't realize poor Andy didn't guy. know this. Yeah. Holy shit, Cassie! Look what you did. I the know. Pain Are you going to apologize to Mario? I would. Yeah. Mario, I'm currently watching all of Seventh Heaven. And I'm telling you, if you got into Secret Life of American Teams, start with Seventh Heaven now because I watched so much of it that the other night. I had a dream that one of the kids from Seventh Heaven was mean to me. That's not an apology. <laughs> not- That's you telling him to watch another bad show. Yeah, you, you really. <laughs> Hey, Mario, if you want to dig yourself into a bigger hole, watch yeah. Seventh Heaven. Join there's, me there's in this There's a crossover actress that's in both shows, both Christian teenage propaganda shows. Ooh. Do I, have I seen this actress? It's Ruthie in Seventh Heaven. You know the littlest girl? Do I know the littlest girl? Of course I do. <laughs> Is she the one in Saw? Uh, no. Are you thinking of the girl from Becca? No, no, the girl, the, the middle two. one is in Saw too. Saw two. The, 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 let's be honest. Lucy. The minger. Okay, um, she's the one sure. that someone got her to do a cameo to, uh, to yeah. Ivan Milat. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she got really upset about it when she found out. Like, she did not take it in good humor at all. There's a whole Sunrise interview of her explaining why it was very wrong for the person to do that. Yeah. It's very good. And then he got her to do it again. Yeah, I, had a, I think uh, this might have even <laughs> been discussed on the podcast before, but like I had a boy crush on her when I was, when I was very much a boy. And then I grew up to be the man I am today, um, a real... Oh, we've discussed this society. when you look back. Like, and, I, and I look back and she was such a dud. I don't know. I think I found her attractive as well. Yeah, so did I. And then you look at her and How you're like- How Jessica Biel is right there? Yeah. I, she was too old for me, man. I think she was too I was, old. I was like, I was my age. Yeah, She's actually like, the same age as Ruthie, the youngest I've one, probably so. got a better chance with, uh, <laughs> with the middle one, you know. And then she'll introduce me to her sister. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. one thing will lead to another. Yeah. Um, and then eventually I'll get to the dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, the dad will get to you first. <laughs> <laughs> he made that much clear. He really did. He confessed to all of it. Yeah, yeah. He pedo. He, he pedo. I, I want to just go out and say here at Test Pilot Podcast, we condemn the disgusting dad from Seventh Heaven. Yes, we do. We don't know his name. We don't like him so we much. We don't like him. Cassie might know his name. She sees it five times a day. Stephen Collins. <laughs> Stephen Collins. What a, what a little I, Peter You know, man. I wouldn't have thought I knew it, but when you said that, his face flashed up in the opening credits and the name underneath it. It's definitely Stephen and then, like, Collins. And then his like, face goes on the screen and it goes all dark behind him and it's like... <laughs> Remember, he's on Sunny too. He's Dennis and Dee's real dad. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a Peter. So, Mario, we're we sorry. We love you. We love you. Uh... I think you probably got a lot out of Secret Life of an American Teen. I, c- I still can't believe you watch every episode of what we're doing. Yeah, that's amazing. Firstly, yes. nice Absolutely work. incredible. Oh, what did you think? Apologies. Oh, pretty wild. Right in. I like. I would love to talk to Mario. I would love to actually talk to <laughs> I'm Mario. literally not stopping you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, Mario, if you want to literally like jump on a Zoom call and chat with me, let me know. I'll give it a bit if like this Cassie is a love talks. a story for me. Cassie I mean, talks to Mario and then Mario sends in a uh, just a photo of him at <laughs> the theme park, but it doesn't it say doesn't no. Say no. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's too Maybe much for Maybe we shouldn't talk Mario. Uh, yeah, feel free to, you know, call in one day, Mario. I don't know where you live, Mario. If you're if you're Australian based, you know, do a road trip down to um Cassie's apartment. I'll say it live on the podcast right now. Um, <laughs> you don't even know the address. Okay? Hey Sherman. 
32 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Dude, that's a dope Finding Nemo reference. Thanks, man. We're going to miss you when you're gone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I reckon the Finding Nemo references are going to go down yeah. to a staggering amount. But we're doing a show called The Pretender today. And this was recommended by Mario. Mario also recommended a couple of other ones that I have forgotten. One of them he said was terrible and that we shouldn't do it. And he also said The Leftovers, but... Um, I don't know. I think I always le- wanted to actually watch that. It could. It's top tier. Top tier. Yeah, could you love be it. One of the best shows yeah, you ever love made. That show. It's so. It's so fucking good. It's like a compact. When they three disappear, seasons. do their clothes hit the floor? Uh, no, but the theme song is "Drowning Pool." Let the bodies hit the floor, which is nice. Really? All my stick death mates are going to fucking love that reference. I don't get it. It was a theme song of stick death. Come on. So we're doing The Pretender today. And this this came to us from Mario. This came to us based off uh, one of the characters in this uh, was recognizable to, I'm guessing me, Cassie. I'm I'm almost positive that when you watch this, no one. She was the lady from Jack. She was uh, Lady Jack. She's Femme Jag, as we called her. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, you... you you didn't listen to our Jag episode or watch Jag, Andy. So how would you know? But I've seen Jag a few episode? times. Nah, nah, nah. Different, 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 different Jag lady. Oh. Not main Jag. Femme oh, Jag. Oh, right. So we're doing the Pretender this episode. And let's just jump, just jump in. Yeah. Sure. What do you guys reckon? It was rated really high. Did I hear that? Yeah, 7.5 overall. 7.5 overall, 7.9 for the pilot episode. I haven't done this in a while, but let's, let's, let's jump into a deep, in-depth discussion on television that only the test pilot three soon to be who knows the test pilot could be the test pilot 20 we might replace you with 18 people oh that would be sick and they each get to say one word per episode (laughs) and they have to time it (laughs) so that they go down the line and they do flawless sentences and they all have the same voice wait wait flawless sentences but only one word each episode yeah but it has to be flawless that'd be a sentence then how, mm, most sentences are about six words, I find. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I found. So, like, you know, that would be like three sentences. Yeah, you know? it would be. Yeah. All right, so we open on the titular pretender from this whole show, our man Jared. So Jared at this point is a little boy. He, uh, a little tiny baby boy. little tiny baby boy, and he's, he's in a room, and you can see that in the background he has built like a – uh, he's built the Empire State Building out of Lego blocks. And then we get like a guy. He's like, I'm done. He's so impatient. Yeah, he's like, I'm done. He's like smashing on the glass. He's like, Oi, let me out. Let me out. Like, I've I've done what I have to done. I'm bored. I'm done I've done I'm what done. I have to done, which is weird because they do explain him as a genius. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that. he is five. Yeah. So. And then the, a guy like says to the camera, I guess, well, he's recording Jared. And yeah, he's he just like, ignores the kid and looks directly yeah. at the camera. He's like, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's like, out of all the little kids I've put in this room, Jared's the smartest. And then this show doesn't waste a fucking second. It really does. They're like, okay, we've got we've got a the high. Show so go 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 and it explains very little. They've got we've got a high premise to this show, and we don't have any time to explain to the audience. So we're just gonna put text on screen. So they have text on screen. And a voiceover reads out the text. And I haven't written down verbatim what the text says, but the general gist is, okay, so pretenders exist. And a pretender is a genius. Like a, It's a certain type of person who's like a genius who can fit into any situation. It's something to do with their like DNA too. There's something like that. Like they're, they're so smart and they're, they're like a different form of human where they can do anything. They just need to see someone do it and then they can do it. To be honest. Or read about it, sorry. Yeah, but to be honest, even 
though they give you text on screen and try and explain it at the start, I didn't know what a pretender was this whole episode. Like I was like, I just did, I didn't understand what pretenders could do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's not like, like a superpower. It's just more like a... Well, it kind of is as well though, because like the dude's like flying planes and shit from just watching a dude fly a plane and yeah. stuff like that. Like they're just so smart that they can like pick up literally anything. And the whole thing about a pretender also is, it's like not only are they smart enough to do stuff, they can just like slip in and like, they don't change their identity, but I guess they, people think they do. I'm, I'm not I quite sure. I think it's also personality. Like they, they're charismatic enough in the right ways, in the right scenarios that yeah. they can, they're allowed to do things or they just do things. They're just, I kind of guess it's like that confidence in certain regards. Like obviously the, the scenario that we're about to discuss, like one of the first scenes. Yeah. But okay. So pretenders exist. They're, geniuses that can fit into any scenario and they can understand any scenario as well um and jared is like the best pretender that's ever existed and the pretenders are run by an organization called the center and the center are the people that hold the pretenders but jared has escaped now they don't really go into whether jared where the pretenders are deployed out in the world usually, or do they just? It's so unclear about what pretenders do. They, yeah. I think they semi- they do simulations. They yeah they, they do semi simulations. exactly they semi clarified it when they were discussing when Jared was trying to talk to Sydney and we'll get to that point. But they yeah. did like flashbacks and shit that showed him running simulations yeah. and stuff. So I guess yeah, man, I don't know. So uh, they do what the whole, like they do the simulation, but then they utilize whatever the person did, the pretender did. To actually do it in real life. Yeah. So that's all we get. At the start of the thing, we get told, pretenders exist, Jared's escaped. They don't, don't, don't worry about how he escaped. Don't worry about anything to do with Dude, the center, pretenders. He's a genius. He got the fuck out of there. We open yeah, on- They waste very little time on backstory. No, no, none at all. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We open on like a helicopter going down onto a ship- and this is where dude walks out. Help me out with his name. Sydney. Sydney. I think. And I could be wrong. Femjag walks Fem out at this point. Miss Parker. No, so Miss Parker is an interesting character because much like a lot of this episode, they're just like, don't worry about it. Like the whole episode I was like, okay, who is Miss Parker? Because there's weird things like Sydney comments on what she was like as a child. Well, is she a pretender? Well, that's I what I think is going to be revealed. I think she's a failed pretender. She's smart, but she's also not anywhere near yeah. as cunning as he I is. I think it's going to be a twist and she's a pretender and she doesn't know it. Okay. Well, she definitely works within the center. Yes. And yeah. she she's above uh, Sydney who and, but is... But Sydney knew her as a child, which is interesting. So then she's a pretender. Like, if, if are we... Are we why are we bullshitting? She's a pretender. She's got to be. But she's like a dumb shit pretender. Mario, yeah, write in and let us know. Please. She's maybe the one, she was, she's the one they like, trained as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Just a gag. Yeah. They're like, this This job's way too serious, guys. Yeah. We need one one pretender that's just dumb as shit. But she's full anti-pretenders. She calls them freaks. Oh, yeah. Well, I, well, that could be a twist, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she knows she's a pretender. Yeah. She's, there's going to be an episode where she like looks in the mirror and then she's like, figures something out and she's like, no, I'm a freak. Yeah. No, she's going to be like, freak. I was pretending this whole time. The helicopter lands. There's a little line here. We're really getting off to a start with Miss Parker because when they're walking off the, uh, the helicopter, Sydney says to Miss Parker, be careful on this ship. There's explosive material to which she responds. So am I. 
Oh, and also when oh, it's because she's smoking. Yeah, and also when the like when the helicopter door opens, she's like got a cigarette in her mouth and she's like walking straight out. The, we're basically painting Miss Parker as like she's a she's a badass. Yeah, she's right? a badass. She's a badass. She. Take, I thought it was very sexy. Oh, she she is sexy, and I will say that like in all the um, posters and shit for this thing, she's wearing like like a leather mini skirt and a leather bra in all like the uh, oh wow in all the artwork. When was this? The two yeah. thousands. Yeah, it was early. It was, yeah, it was ninety six to two thousand. Yeah, that um, feels right. That feels right. But she's obviously. I think the 96 way was the same year as Seventh Heaven. Nice, nice. And there's that sexy <laughs> ass dad in that show. As well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, every episode of Seventh Heaven I watched, they're all wearing really short leather mini skirts and yeah. bras. Yeah, yeah. Including the dad. Yeah, that's a hot dad. So, but the thing is, um, I think she's. I think she's gonna be like his sidekick as the show goes on. Hey. Like For she's sure. gonna side with Pretender Man, yeah. um, Jared. We'll get to Jared soon enough, though. But I'm gonna Only do when she finds out she's a pretender. I'm gonna do an outrageous claim here. We've this is our it's not our 82nd show we've ever done, but we're we're in like the 80s because we've done like specials here and there. Who knows how many shows we've actually done at this point? I think of all the characters we've ever had, none are more fucked up than Jared is. Oh, Jared is fucked. <laughs> I didn't like a second of Jared being on my TV screen. I think I think Jared is a monster, but we will get to Jared <laughs> soon enough. And I I've got a lot to say about Jared. Yeah, why are you stopping now? Well, let's let's introduce Jared to start with. So they're on this plane. Well, they're on this boat because uh, they're hunting Jared. It's clear Jared's escaped. They're hunting him for some reason. They know he was on this boat. Was that explained? I I missed that, but that's fine. No, because they didn't explain a lot. He's on the boat. Well, he was on the boat. He was on the boat. So, I presume the person who wrote this was like doing a lot of cocaine and yeah. they were like, they'll catch up. Yeah. And the, the producers come in and they're like, are you sure we have to spend money on this boat scene? And he's like, it's so important to the yeah. plot. Trust me. And there has to be a helicopter that lands on the boat and she has to be smoking on the boat and she's smoking in real life too, baby. And, and they're um, like, it's so expensive. And he's like, it's needed. It's, it's necessary. Needed. Believe me, everyone's going to be co- on, like just as coked up as I am and they'll get it. <laughs> we could have ditched the boat scene altogether. It could have been in like a park. Oh. <laughs> It, it sure. wouldn't have mattered, but he's on the boat. They go to the 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 main room of the boat, as people call it, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Jared. Do you want to know what it's actually called? Because remember the time I had boat Ah, uh, it's called the, the Brigadier. The bridge. The bridge. The bridge. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's no. sick. That's what they call it in um, Battlestar Galactica as well. So, and Star Trek. And Star Trek. It's uh, ships and boats. Ships it's all and boats, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> what... They're talking to some dipshit on the boat. He's talking a lot of... He's hyping up how sick Jared was. He's like, oh, J-Dog? Yeah, that guy rocked it, man. He was like the best captain we've had. And they don't tell him he's a pretender. I don't really remember this too well. But basically, this guy is like saying that Jared fucked off. Jared was on the boat. Jared was the boat's captain, Mm -hmm. which is important to know because uh, Jared couldn't be a captain because he's never... They all he's, Jared, he's never left a room. He's never left a room. Uh, that's clear. That is clear. So when we were saying, do they send him on missions and stuff? They absolutely no, don't. No, like, don't because he's Jared, seen the outside yeah, world. Yeah. And it shows. Because it's like he's a, a really sad freak. version that of Elf. Cream. You know Elf when he's like, oh my God, people. Yeah. You know Elf? It's like that, but less charming because the guy is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a, a like a reptile man wearing a skin suit. Oh, for sure, dude. Like, he's, I believe like, the actor is. Oh, I, that's that wasn't an actor, dude. Yeah. This is a documentary. I was about to say, has he ever been in anything else? I don't think so. 
Uh, I think he was. Um, I think he went back underground, like oh, literally. 100%. Once this was done. I think they found out, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I got to get out of here. He ripped off his skin suit and <laughs> turned into lizard. mist. So, <laughs> so basically, they're trying to hunt down Jared. They go through some documents and shit on the boat, um, and they look through all the documents, and he leaves them an Easter egg or like like a little clue, which I have forgotten what the clue was. Yeah, I'm. I'm Scratching my head right There's now. There's like something they go, they go through. They've like find through his notes. He's like left a note. I for think them it was to. his parents' grave because then they go to the parents' grave. Notes. That's right. That's yeah, right. Nice. So they find out where <gasps> he's. Yeah, something. you're nailing this. So they find out he's gone to a parent a, a parent grave. Yes, that's cool. Now we cut to what Jared is doing. So Jared is in some city. Forgot which one. Queens, so, like the the grave. The grave was in Cincinnati and then he's in Queens. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So they It's wild how much I know actually. Well, they go to visit the grave. Do they find anything at the grave? Just flowers. They Just know flowers. he's been okay. there. Okay, so they know he's been That's there. That's in Cincinnati. And while he's while they're at the f- looking at the flowers in the grave, we cut to our first ever shot of Jared. And you're like, "Ugh." Well, from from the very first second Jared came on the screen, I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> what are they putting on my screen right now?" Jared, okay, so there's no, Jared doesn't make sense to me as a person. He literally looks like a Komodo dragon. <laughs> he does. He's a giant oh Komodo God, dragon that they've does. put like they've they've put they've his hair is like slicked down at the front. It just looks like he's I been wearing believe, a toupee. It's just the most accurate description. That's exactly what he looks like. He's a Komodo dragon in a toupee that isn't even jacked. Let's put yeah. it out there, like a normal body, I guess. I mean, he's like a fit dude. He's, he's not fit. He's, he's big. He's like a big, he's an imposing figure. And he's walking down in the middle of a hospital. And uh, there's like crash carts going through and stuff like that. And he's like smiling while walking down. And he's got a real creepy vibe to him. And legitimately, first thing I thought when I saw a man named Jared... Was Subway Jared? <laughs> you and do. I honestly, you think about Subway Jared I honestly a lot. think he reminded me of Subway Jared this whole episode. <laughs> That's terrifying for you. He's a pedo. Yeah. Like there, there was so many instances in oh, this episode. The ice cream in the school. Yeah, a hundred percent. That. Oh boy. Well, I Yikes. already had. I already had like. All right, Jared Komodo Dragon. Uh, this is Jared from Subway. Subway. <laughs> It's an origin Jared story. Jared from Subway, uh, if he made it with a Komodo dragon. I think this Jared looked like he was someone who had lost a lot of weight as well. <laughs> yeah. Oddly, I will agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that skin was, his skin was weird. It was fake skin. Yeah, it was we fake skin. We can all agree it was it fake was skin. It was 100%. It was like, it was leather. It was t- like fake tanned. It was just fucked. Jared isn't right. So he's going down <laughs> the whole... I hope Mario is not Jared. Yeah, he's like, he, he's like at home. He's being like documentary about his childhood. We should definitely look up if Jared's real name is Mario because if so, oh no, because he's like he's like I'll just recommend my show. They're definitely gonna love it. <laughs> like, They're gonna find me charming. Yeah, like fuck you, Komodo boy. Um, if you are the Komodo dragon, I don't know if I still want to zoom. Yeah, he was frightening. Um, so <laughs> he's going down the hall of a hospital and he's smiling and he's having a blast while like they push through. Eventually a uh, we do get uh, we we meet Rose from um, Lost is in this. Uh, that's where I'd seen her from. I was like, her. I know where this actress is Who from. Who the fuck is that? Oh, well, the main she, doctor, the the female nurse. She was about to say she's a nurse. You sexist. Yeah. <laughs> How no, dare you think women can be doctors? She's in, a doctor. She's, she's a definitely nurse. a nurse. She's like head nurse. Oh. Yeah, I thought she was a doctor. No, no, no. Yeah. The doctor's in this drink and don't do any medicine. We meet, we meet Rose. Um, 
and she's the head nurse and she's like pushing through a girl, uh, a, a, little, a little girl. And this instantly gets Jared's attention. I'm <laughs> like, oh, not good, not good. And he starts following them. And as if they push her into a room and she's, she's on her way out and they're calling, can we get a doctor in here? Can we get a doctor in here? They can't find any doctors. And so Jared walks Seems up. Seems concerning for a hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And Jared walks up and he's like, don't worry, I got this. And he starts putting on gloves. And Rose is like, hey, dipshit, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so like, I was actually impressed with this because in a lot of shows, it's like everyone, well, not everyone, but people would just be like, oh, sure, you can do it. You see, no, I was... I'm not impressed because she got to that point very quickly. Oh, it didn't take because at first she's like, "Security, get security in yeah. here!" And by the way, security, are like, "Hey, did you call us?" Like, what yeah. were they just like? <laughs> were all of them like playing poker in the next room? Like, they need to spend less on security and more on doctors. So, like, the three security guards come and in more and more on Jared's skin. Yeah. <laughs> not enough budget, budget went into his skin. Off. I think they wasted the budget on the fucking ship and helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they, they're got- like, "How are we gonna give this Komodo dragon a human yeah. skin?" And the guy's like, "Don't worry, they'll buy it." <laughs> Come on, seriously, seriously. Do we need the boat scene? Like, it's going to take up so much of the skin budget. Look at Jared. He looks like a fucking Komodo <laughs> dragon. <laughs> no, he looks fine. And they're like, like that's no, exactly no, no. what I yeah. wanted him to look yeah. like. <laughs> they're like, they're like we, can, we definitely have time to recast him. And he's like, get rid of the dragon boy? Absolutely not. <laughs> he was the muse for the entire show. Uh, so the security guys run in the room and uh, Jared says like, he's like, do you want this girl to die? Because I'm a doctor. I can do this. And then she's like, then they go to grab him and she's like, hold on, security guards that I called in less than three seconds ago. I've changed my mind. Go back to playing poker. <laughs> and go back to what you were doing. Six security guards that for some reason. <laughs> they just go stand by that behind the door like yeah. this because that's what they yeah. do the whole They're time. They're like, all right, we'll be in the next room. They grab like a glass <laughs> and put it to their head. All six of them just lined up. Yeah. It's cute. So eventually... She's like, okay, do your thing because the, the other doctor isn't showing up and um, you've put on gloves, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> You're sterile. And so my man grabs a, uh, a metal thing and stabs the little girl in the throat um, <laughs> without, without any precaution and everyone else in the room is like, yeah, we've made the right choice here. <laughs> yep, this he told us sound. he was a doctor and he's instantly st- stabbed a child in the throat, so I'm... Um, Pretty sure this is going to work. It does work. Um, he intubated her. Yeah, interestingly, uh, the first episode of Lost, a very similar thing happens with Boone. We won't get into it. We won't get into it. But they do provide, they do one of the, uh, is it a tracheotomy? Uh, yeah, tracheotomy. It's, no, it's an but, intubation. But they didn't, a trachea is like, I think, more to the throat. They did it on the side. He did that thing on the side. Did he? Interesting. Well, that's probably because he's not a doctor. Yeah, he's definitely not a doctor. And so... The girl starts breathing again because she's now got a lifelong throat hole um, that she will now breathe from exclusively. While this was also I, I something else to mention while he was walking in the room, because they also did a little job here introducing the B plot of this episode. And I shit you not, the B plot of this entire episode is getting an old woman to take a shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By tickling her feet. That is a legitimately... Like, when... When the coke addict was writing this episode... I'd say it's the C-plot. Yeah. The B-plot's the kid. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. The, the, 
but he's basically like. But they were like, we need a C plot. It yeah. has to be a woman who's constipated. But yeah, so he's walking down the hall and he walks and there's like a lady getting pushed. Like on, an old Greek lady. Old Greek lady. And no one can, she's yelling at people and no one can understand her. And then he walks past and he's like, a Greek, 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 Greek. And she's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, Greek, Greek, back to him. And they speak some Greek to each other. Um, and then he keeps walking. And by the way, that impressed a lot of people. A lot of people were like, oh, hot shit over here speaks Greek. I mean, it definitely impressed the Greek lady. She loved it. She she was she was into it from the first second. Hasn't taken a shit for weeks, yeah. but she likes the guy. Also, is that is that possible? It Did happens. You, it happens. And In real life, like legit, yeah. like you can't take a shit for weeks. I, wouldn't your body just be like, nah, bro, you're dead. No, but you develop a bit of a belly. Well, she was there to take... They, That's building She up. was there to have a surgery so that they could like... Get rid of the the poo in her. Yeah, like the constipate. But yeah. I mean, like I'm deadly. Like so, people can live apparently without like taking a shit. It can for happen weeks. to pregnant women for weeks. That is insanity. I think pregnancy couldn't get worse. Yeah. yeah. So she was there. Had you so upset by this? But what do you still eat? And you're building up shit. Yeah. And like, I reckon you, you you cut down on your eating. Because you're Just in so much in discomfort pain, too. If you're yeah. in that much pain, you wouldn't eat that much. For sure. Yeah. But she basically, she's there and she says, she says to, in Greek. In he pushes down on her shit-filled belly and she's like, ouch, ouch, ouch. Yeah. And he's like, does that hurt? At this point, you think she's got a tummy issue. Like, you don't know. You think it's a classic Cassie goes to the hospital <laughs> for a tummy issue. You don't think it's because she, there's no mention. You know what? Our audience sympathize with my sore tummy. Yeah, I'm sure. But there's no mention of her poo filled belly at this point um but he's basically like oh you've got a sore stomach and she's like yes i don't want to get surgery and he's like whatever bitch and she goes off to a room no, he like don't worry tickle your feet later she had the diagnosis he goes, he goes yeah. back later but he he's got a child to stab first yeah, so yeah. he has to do that let's make stabby so stabby. he stabs the kid and um and then we then we cut to i don't know if this is but we'll just keep going with this plot then there is a bit where he like after he stabbed the kid he, him and like the head of the hospital are walking together and the head of the hospital is like, oh, thank God you were here when you were here. Uh, Rose, here's the new uh, surgeon that we've just, the hot shit new surgeon that's just in town. Lucky that he came in when he did. And he's like, yes, I am a doctor. La la la. And then they go off and he talks to like the head doctor. But it's established that he was at this hospital because he's gotten a job there. At this point, can I ask a serious question? What is he fucking doing there? I don't know. Well, it's it's because of the kid, except I don't know how he knows about the kid. Yeah. That's so unclear. It's, yeah. It's like he's doing the research. Yeah, exactly. I think the kid, the the kid's paraplegic, the child became paraplegic through one of his simulations. Which again makes this, it's so unclear what he does. No, wait, no, no, no. That's not true. Because we true. saw him doing a simulation where he worked out the JFK um, thing. The JFK thing. So then he's doing simulations of the past. Well, how can he like create things? It makes no sense. Well, the okay. So this is what I've gathered. I don't understand how he, I don't understand why he's at the hospital I guess I do. So basically, he he's become- spill the beans, man. <laughs> yeah, please tell. Well, okay. So in order to explain this scene, let's go back to what uh, what Femjag and uh, Sydney Sydney are doing. I mean, his name might not be Sydney. They're still hunting him. They've gone to check out the gravesite. They find flowers on the grave so that they know that his parents. Uh, you establish that his parents are dead at this point, um, and you also establish that like earlier on, he's like. When he was a kid, he's like, are my parents going to come get me now? And the guy's like, nah, mate, you're staying in this room for the next 20 years. And you look like a lizard when you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
we go to uh, Jared's apartment, which is about as fucked up of an apartment as someone can have. Yeah. You'd expect Jared to live in like this weird ass apartment. It's like if there's like a pin code to get in, and then once you get in, it's just like it's like a child's apartment from a nightmare. It's weirdly circular. It's circular. Yeah, it's circular there's like there's there's a desk that the computer is a full wall that's yeah. like crudely projected on it so you cannot see what it's on there. Not at all. Like they 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 went up to the computer and he like starts punching in shit and then like images come up on the full wall and he's looking at it he's like ah oh, he was studying a plane crash I'm like how the fuck did you see that it's a, it's a wall of like jumbly shit. And so he was studying a plane crash to find out. And he can out. be all the different crew people. This is what confused me. Yeah. Okay, because I understood, okay, maybe he, he's, he's enough of a genius to, like, fall into scenarios and shit like that. But the way he explained him looking at a plane crash, he was like, he must be looking at this plane crash and he could obviously become all of the passengers on board and stuff like that. I'm like, what? Like, from looking at footage, he can take on the identity of people and know their memories? I don't... It makes absolutely no sense. Didn't get that. Did He did He also discussed the black box, didn't he, as well? For like really they said briefly. the black box was lost and that's why they need him. That's right, yeah. But again, what does he fucking do? Because again, when he was being... Um, what's his face? The guy who didn't kill JFK. Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. He was like... I'm running up the stairs. I'm nervous. Like he can like feel what people are feeling. Yeah. It like makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So was he taking the identity of a doctor who had previously existed? Like, I don't think the writer knows he was so coked out of okay. his mind. Cause yeah, we'll, we'll get to the Lee Harvey Oswald thing after this scene, just to give a bit of con ex explanation of what we're talking about. But basically at this thing, they're trying to track him and they're looking at what he's previously done. And then there's like a folded thing on the table like an origami thing. And then the uh, femjag picks it up and she's like, have you looked at this? And then he's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bird. Don't worry about it. And then he's like, it was an angel. She's yeah. like, it's yeah, Greek mythology. Says, and then she's like, uh, dipshit. It's actually some Greek character from yeah. mythology that like was a vigilante. And she's like, therefore this is another clue. He's now a vigilante. Yeah. And then he says, how do you know this? And she's like, I fucked a lot of, Frat boys? Yeah, she literally says. And I'm like, at what point when you're fucking them do they explain to you Greek mythology? Well, I guess yeah. it's like they all live in those beta houses or whatever. Yeah, but I've been a not, bunch. Not me, bro. I live in Alpha House. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a bunch of those fucking houses and no one once ever explained to me Greek mythology. Yeah, well, you didn't go to the right ones. You didn't go to the nerd. Yeah. You didn't the go to the nerd ones. The nerd alert ones. Where you're like, baby, you want something? <laughs> this is like, first, let me explain. <laughs> let me promise you. you I went to the nerd ones. <laughs> <laughs> I was invited to the cool ones. So they determined that he's a vigilante now based off this thing. And this is kind of maybe going to the thing like she's a pretender. Like she saw that and she's a genius. So she initially was like, oh, it's this fucking dumb Greek thing. Would I you don't call that think foreshadowing? she knows. Oh. She doesn't know. Well, she doesn't know, but maybe it's foreshadowing. And maybe like they, they implanted in her mind that all the knowledge that she has is from fucking as well. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I can fly a plane. She's like, wait, why can you fly a plane? She's like, well, I once fucked a pilot. She's all, they, they trained her wrong. Sexually transmitted skills. That's actually That's cool. sick. From this, we gather that she is, she might be a pretender, but she basically, she she's saying he is, he's become a vigilante. He thinks he's been wronged in the past. And so now he's going to make the world better, I guess, and stand up for people. This is where, this might not be it, but let's, let's go into his flashbacks. Because we discussed it a little bit before, but we do cut back to the room at one point, And he's like, they've set up like a staircase and there's a screen in front of them with like uh, with shit going on. And as soon as this was happening, I was like, it's going to be JFK for some reason, isn't it? 
<laughs> and then, yeah, I, for some reason I was just like, it's JFK. I don't know why. I'm just like, are they going to say that he killed JFK or as something? As soon as he was running up the stairs, yeah. I knew it was JFK. And so he's, oh, what? Yeah, he's running up some fake stairs and there's like, there's, uh, and he's, as you said before, he's being like, I'm nervous. I'm running up the stairs. I'm getting tired. I know that I have to do it. And it's like, he's talking about shit. Well, like Sydney keeps telling him to like describe yeah. what's happening. He's like, describe to me what you're doing. And then he gets to the top of this fake stair set and then you see on the screen, uh, the car drive past and he's like, I'm getting the shots off. I can't get the shots off enough. I can't get the shots off enough. And yeah. It must be a second person. Yeah. It must be a second. This happens way later in the episode, by the way, and we'll, we'll go back to when it actually does occur. But we'll, we'll, it's interesting to talk about now because I don't understand pretenders. So he can embody a person who has existed in the past. Because what timeline-wise, he's like 96, he's like 30. Yeah. So he didn't... As he a kid, he wasn't around then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when did JFK get shot? 63. 63. Yeah. So, yeah, it's too young. Way he's too young, young for too that young. age. But I guess they're just. They're, so, they use him to run through the whole thing to determine that there was a second shooter. I guess that's what his job is. They run him through simulations because he can. Well, they wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to be imbue Lee Harvey Oswald. He'd just be. From what everyone assumed of Lee Harvey Oswald's, yeah, I guess uh, actions where they were like, you know, um, potentially where what Lee Harvey Oswald said he did. But no, but he's he, feeling the shit. Yeah, that's true. He's um, feeling it. Also, Lee Harvey Oswald never said he did it. Um, but he's feeling the shit. But then it doesn't make sense because later he's like, all those simulations, they were real. People died. But he's acting like he did it. Yeah, it's kind of like Ender's Game a bit, but. Not Again, quite. the person who wrote this has no idea to this day. Yeah, we'll what explain yourself, is. Mario. Yeah, Mario, can you explain? We'll we'll get there, but basically, okay. So we've we've done a little bit of back. They're basically just searching for him. Um, I think from okay, I I do remember a lot more. It's, it's all coming back to me now. Okay, so he meets with the doctors. We meet uh, first of all, we meet like the head of the doctors, and we meet um, like this top surgeon. I guess he would be in the in the in the hospital. He's a dude who's in like everything. Yeah, he's in a lot of, they got the glasses. Yeah, he's yeah. in like Groundhog Day. And yeah, shit. he's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's in like, he's a real that guy sort of yeah. actor. I yeah. only know, I only knew two people from this show and it was Rose and that guy. Yeah. And so they basically, I only knew that guy. Oh, and Miss Parker. It's a bit of a boys club, uh, this room. They're in a room together chatting and they, they say to him like, oh, we're so glad you were here to save that kid. And then, um, they're the, like, how'd you know that technique? And he goes, oh, I read it in a book and they just, they, they all they laugh. They start crack up well, laughing. Like, surgeons are typically not book smart. I, 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 I give my head, I was like... Did we all not watch Scrubs? Well, how the fuck did, well, you, did you guys train? Yeah. Like if you guys didn't read it it's in a book... It's the whole thing Scrubs like, is that surgeons are typically pretty dumb. Which is also like, really weird because it's also like, like we've never seen someone do it that way. How'd you find out? And it's like, why are the nurses like... Uh, why weren't they like, oh, actually, this guy's just stabbing this kid. Yeah. Like, if it's a way that, like, They've the head of a, it. Uh, the hospital has never seen before, surely the nurses are like, oh, no, 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 no. This guy's actually just stabbing also, the kid. Also, like, what book is he reading? He could be reading a book about medicine, like, well before it's progressed. Yeah, we true. We some dumb shit. True, true. But basically- it's like, next leeches. But basically, they're all like, oh, this is this guy's sick. He's, he's heaps hotter than both of us. If <laughs> they're both they both really like dragons, so they're, they're, they're hell into him. For sure. But- like he's like way younger than them, and they're like, "Hey, buddy, so happy you're here, but we gotta ask, we're a piece of shit, no good hospital. We we checked over your references. You are hot shit. 
you're like, like Harvard. Isn't yeah, it? you're like the you're the hot doc. So why are you at this hospital? And then he's like, well, <laughs> I guess uh, none of the other jobs I was going for offered stock options, and we're about to be bought by blah 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 blah. And then they're like, oh, we are about they're to like, be bought. Ha, 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 money. They're talking about money and being like, ha ha ha. During this conversation, the doctor also was like, oh, I bought a new beeper because uh, I didn't get a beep about that child I was supposed to save. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Like also this one has text messages. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, what was that even about? I don't know. It was, it was so later on that he could get a text message. <laughs> okay. they, they wrote themselves into a corner like, but how does he know? And they're like, later on he'll get a text message. But, um, and then they talk, they talk about racquetball and they're like, we'll racquetball sometime. And Which like, is squash to people who didn't know. Make, like me. Actually, well, I did know because I saw them play it during then this what episode. Is that's, that's what I mean, though. I didn't know until they yeah, started playing. I was yeah. like, oh, that's just squash. And I was like, might American. Different. Yeah, maybe it is a little bit different. What is pickleball? I have no idea. I have no idea. They talk about it a lot on uh, yeah, the on, podcast. Uh, yeah. I have no idea what it is. This guy's now a doctor at this hospital. At some point, you see him look at uh, a newspaper about the local kid, the local wheelchair kid. Newspaper's like, uh oh, we have a kid in a wheelchair. And so he's like, I better go check out this wheelchair kid. So he goes down, you get a real fucked up scene of him eating some ice cream, which which is this show, what they're trying to do is they're trying to be like, this guy hasn't had life experiences before, so all this is new to him. But I it just looks like the world's biggest creep. The way he reacts to things is fucked up. Also, if you've done a bunch of stuff. Like you've definitely is, seen an ice cream. Like you've done simulations that like, you know, at fairs and you've done all these simulations. Like you've seen an ice cream. See, this is the it's alpha effect though. They're like, how adorable it would be if you discovered ice cream. Yeah. And so he go, he buys an ice cream off a guy and like, he's sitting there like looking at the ice cream. And the guy's like, it tastes better if you eat it, eat it before and, it melts. And then he eats it. He's like, ah, oh. so they get it from uh so they whip air into the ice cream. And then the guy's like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Get <laughs> out of my sell face. It. Why do you look like a dragon? <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't burn down my little truck with fire. Um, there should have been a scene of him like trying to eat the ice cream and then breathing fire. And on melting it. it. Yeah, that would be sick. I love the way we've gone from him being a Komodo dragon, which absolutely cannot breathe fire to an actual dragon bullshit they just haven't done it in front of you yet <laughs> i guarantee true. as soon as like that uh, as soon as zookeepers look the other way komodo dragons <laughs> are breathing fire like motherfuckers that's how the fires in australia started yeah we got heaps of komodos yeah so he gets the ice cream it's a whole big deal and then he starts looking at a wheel a kid in a wheelchair and it's supposed to play as sweet but at this point i've already decided that this is jared from subway so for me, it is just another. He's that's how it was for the kid too. It's yeah. problematic. Well, for so the kid far, was scared as well. He stabbed a kid, got only praise for that, and then he's come to a school for a kid in a wheelchair who can't run from him, no. and it's like this is this is my next victim, and he just watches the kid at this point, and the kid gets in a car and leaves. Sure, sure, we need this scene to establish that. He knows a wheelchair kid He exists. has empathy or sympathy? Like maybe that's what I, it's meant to... Like, I don't know. It just, to me, no, it looked like Subway... setting up the B plot where he's looking at a child. Yeah, that's, it's a big B plot of him <laughs> looking at children. Maybe he's just going to eat him because he's a Komodo dragon. A plot, Komodo dragon goes right. <laughs> B plot, looks at a child. C plot, helps lady shit. Yep. Okay, so then after it's this... good show. Then <laughs> after this, he goes to... Uh, he goes to a... Well, first of all, he walks past a TV... 
that's playing Wheel of Fortune. And he's like, the fuck is this? And then some guy's like, uh, where have you been? Under a rock? <laughs> well, this is Wheel of Fortune. And then he's like, oh, cool. And it's had like one letter solved. And he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And says what the whole the whole thing was going to be. And that's supposed to be because he's a genius. He's a genius. And then some guy walks up to him. Because he has a set of skills that no one knows what they are, not even the writer of the show. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Maybe he knows like puzzles and also uh, kills kids. <laughs> so this guy comes up to him and he's like, hey, buddy, I did what you told me to. I, I went to the ATM and I tried to get money out. It didn't let me. Uh, he said your account's closed. Your account's closed. And then he's like, good, good. He's like, well, how am I going to get my money? And then he gives him money. He's like, wait a second. You just paid me money for me to tell you that you were broke? Oh, what the heck? And he's like, hey, a dragon always pays its debts. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, call me anytime. He so I guess you reckon he's going to be a regular in the show? No, because he's going to change cities. Yeah. This guy's just lonely, I guess. <laughs> the bomb's just going to keep coming with him? Yeah. And so, okay, and so this was he a bum or was he an owner of the the TV? I got, I thought he was an owner of the TV. I still. should have said bum. That was really rude of me, but he was a homeless man, I think. Right. He gets this guy to do this thing. He goes back to the hospital, and at back at the hospital, he sees Rose with her kids, her kid and her husband, and basically, uh, at some point, they also say like, "This is Rose." They say her actual name, but she's Rose to me, damn it. And they're like, "Rose basically runs the hospital." If you want to get anything done, go through her. As is, as they're having this conversation, he looks out in the background. And then one of the nurses like walks into a room and then like changes the thing to out to lunch. And then like you basically see a dude like whip out his dick and it's like yum yum, let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> that happens in the background in the X ray place. We cut back to um, we cut back to the the people hunting them, and they're basically like they're like we've got a read on his key card. They're in like a big fucking command center room now they yeah. <laughs> guess they used to run that's the center the center yep. uses this room to run and they're basically the center uh have tracked down from his card and they're like and they're like and oh. she's like haha what a dummy not so smart now you're and not that smart lock it in lock it in lock it and that's like it's zooming in it's locking in yeah and then it and then it then they're like okay we've got a we've got a location at this place and they're like wait a second we've got another location in germany we've got another location in china he's he's taken down our whole system blah 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 and then it then the whole thing cuts to the man who was getting the money out and he holds a sign he's like the homeless guy yeah homeless guy and he's like hey guys fuck you <laughs> like, what, it's just like i just said hi guys yeah, just and he just smiled and he, yeah and but i from that i was like idiots they just a purely English sign. It's obviously like, you know, yeah. it's a, a probably a Western country. True. Obviously, you know, like made there. But he wrote the sign. Maybe. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Basically, they still don't know shit about where he is. And then there's also a thing where they're like, oh, no, we got to find out where he is because of the big $5 million deal that's happening tomorrow. And that's a big thing. They want to catch him to find out about the $5 million deal. So they, the $5 million deal is happening in New York, um, Wall Street. Some, I, they didn't explain this enough for me to be able to understand no, I didn't it. Get and this. I don't think it's my fault. I think it's their fault. But oh, the deal's sure. happening. So the big deal's happening. They fly into, Amer into New York. They stay at the Empire State Building mm -hmm. and they, they get a room. And when they get there, they go, hey, we got two rooms for hot shit and my my main granddad sydney granddad granddad sidman and he's like the guy behind the counter is like yeah your room has been paid in full in cash and they're like oh what do you mean and then 
the guy brings like a like bucket. He brings a bucket of ice cream. It's Rocky Road ice cream. It's Rocky Road ice cream. And literally at some point there had to have been communication. I think he called them at one point. He did. He spoke to he Sydney. He spoke to Sydney on the phone. You're wrong about ice cream. It's good. Yeah. And then Sydney's like, this guy is supposed to be a genius. He's literally a dipshit. <laughs> yeah. We all know ice cream's good. Rocky Road's the but best. But also, why wouldn't he have been allowed ice cream? Because dragons cannot <laughs> it just process me- it just dairy. It's it just so true. And also just melts. intolerant. Yeah. The big deal's happening. They get, to the, they get to the hotel and he's already paid for their room. So they're like, oh, damn. This subway rapist is one step <laughs> ahead of us. Subway pedophile. Subway pedophile. I don't he, think hasn't, he, he hasn't done a rape yet. I think he's done a rape. He just had child porn. So this subway child porn owner. Sure. Sure. Um, he's one step ahead of them. Consumer. Consumer. You, you don't own porn. No. No. It's, I mean. Unless you buy it. Unless you buy it. But then you don't. Oh, you own that copy of that porn. Yeah. But I guess that's owning the porn. This See, this is, is why NFTs are so dope. It because <laughs> they are non-fungible. You cannot fudge them. It's fudge. <laughs> fudge. It's fudge, isn't it? It's fudge. fudge. It's fudgeable. It's fungible. It's fudgeable. It's fungible. Oh, no. Cassie thinks NFTs are fudge. <laughs> it's just chocolate. <laughs> Cassie, that's Komodo dragon poop. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought it was non-fungible. No, it's fungible because you can't fungible them. And what does fungible mean? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're about to find out in this Wall Street deal. Yeah. So they're coming to do the big Wall Street deal, I think. <laughs> well, no, because that's it does zoom out on the Wall Street sign. Yeah. So they're definitely doing a Wall Street they're deal. They're doing the Wall Street deal. But before they get there, um, our, our friend uh, our friend Jared's got – he's he's – got an access to a laminator so therefore he can make like wall street documents passes passes. he puts on a wall street jacket you just see him walking out of wall street and like the trading floor and throwing his jacket in the bin and then we get reports from the main data center of like the the center where they're like oh no he in he did the trading on the floor and now the five million dollars is gone (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, darn that guy. Darn that guy. He's done us again. Cut to in the nighttime and the smoke alarm's going off and everyone's leaving. Uh, Everyone being like uh, the two people hunting him, uh, Miss Penningsworth and Dr. uh, Simons. No, she she does leave. And then she was like. Well, yeah, they're they're leaving. They're leaving because the fire alarm's going off. And then as Dr. Simonson is walking down it, it's one of the firefighters grabs him. It's like, hey, in a really dumb fake voice. Yeah. is like, hey, mister, you got to come here. And then he turns around. He's like, God damn it, Jared. I'd recognize that <laughs> snout anywhere. And then he, he takes off his, his uh, firefighter mask. And he's like, so, so the thing is, Sydney is like, st- he's helping the girl find Jared. Sure. But he's still got this soft spot for Jared. Yeah. Especially, he loves dragons. Especially after this conversation, because Jared... <laughs> just a big fan of dragons. Because Jared talks to him. Oh, God, this ha- so much is happening in this episode that we haven't explained. It moves, like, very fast. At some point in this episode, Jared has drawn some blood and he's given it to one yes. of the technicians at the th- That's place. That's right, yeah. And he's like, go and do a full write-up, do a full test of this blood and bring it back to me and that's all happened and the person tests the blood and they're like this is like a yeah. <laughs> she gives it to me it's literally blue and she's like what the fuck she runs it she's like yeah no 
It's just like we all thought. <laughs> it's a Komodo dragon. And I've looked at the blood work. It's a pedophilic one as well. <laughs> Named Jared. Named Jared, who Eating loves Subway. Subway. <laughs> so, I love Subway. Well, it's, that's the, that's one out of three you're not, you're red flags. Like Jared, yeah. He stops his mentor guy. And he basically they, this is where they have a conversation where he's like, hey, all those things you made me do, man. They were real, man. You told me to figure out how to do this. And then a bomb went off. You've told me how to do this. And then this happened. It's very vague. I don't think this is explained anywhere near well enough for, for a dumb shit like me to understand. Mario's at home being like, it all made complete sense. You guys are all morons. <laughs> but me dumb brain did not get. And he also drops this thing at the mo at the thing where he's like, oh, and by the way, those dipshit parents that you said I had, I stole their blood and I looked at the blood and the blood's not like my blood because he has real human. My parents have real human blood, blood and I've got Komodo dragon. It can't be at the grave because they wouldn't still have yeah. blood. This was a big question because he's like, hey, I did a I did a full blood test and I have a genetic thing in my a blood. A genetic marker that my parents would have had. And I tested the blood of the parents that you said were my parents. And guess what? They didn't have that blood. And to this, Sydney's like, oh, what? Because he thought that they were his That they were the parents. But also, you should be, what, what, what? Where'd you get the blood from these people who've been dead for 30 years? Yeah. That the didn't grave, make any sense. grave, baby. No, but it wouldn't still be in the grave. Oh, no, they, they, keep, they keep blood in graves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they keep just a little vial in case someone needs to test uh -huh. to make sure it was their parents. Yeah, Honestly. Because you've got to prove you're not a Komodo dragon. <laughs> oh, is that a bad idea? <laughs> Like I'm honestly, just saying, it it's wouldn't not be bad the for everyone to have idea. a vial of their blood in just there. Just like like yeah. a necklace that's got your blood in it. I honestly think it's a business. Yeah, and maybe blood some, necklace and like some cum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of cum. Yeah, doing a pre. Uh, that way, that way you can just, just like, unrefrigerated. You cum? can just pick a grave and be like, I want that to be the father of my child. But is it unrefrigerated? And take the last name. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. It's just it's just some skeletons old are fucking cum. cold, bro. They're so they're so cold. <laughs> what happens if you got cremated? Oh, that's that complicates things, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's fine. So it's just like this fucking episode. It's yeah. all in the business plan. So it's all in the five million dollars. We'll yes. just make trades. He thinks that the dude lied to him, and then he's also like, "Oh, and by the way, here's your five million dollars back," <laughs> because I, because I'm a good guy, I guess. He he's, gives the money it's very back. Very weird. Yeah. Like this, like this entire business that has exploited him and yeah. probably killed his parents. And he's just like, I shouldn't have taken your money though. Yeah, he's like, here's your money back. I don't want you guys to think I'm a, I'm a little thief. He goes back to the hospital. Some stuff happens here and we're going to really quick play it because a lot of the hospital stuff is very boring. Yeah. So he goes to, um, he goes and plays squash with his boss because his boss is like, I'm a really good squash player. They play squash together. The boss wins. Um, and then the squash takes like a big old gulp of water. And then after that, they go out to lunch with the head surgeon the head surgeon's knocking back uh martinis and they're basically like they're like you should have played squash and he's like ah, i'm too lazy to play squash and they all have a laugh about that and then he's like orders another martini they give him a bit of a look and he's like hey it's my day off you exercise your way i exercise mine <laughs> he's he, a pretty cool guy he's a, all you know he's a pretty cool guy um for a surgeon <laughs> There's also a there's a weird bit here where the head of the hospital pulls out some pills and he takes a pill and then puts the puts the bottle down and motherfucker Jared grabs the pill bottle and just starts reading it and that 
isn't on, right? No, that's <laughs> that's, that's uncool. Okay. It's very uncool. Like, doesn't go like, doesn't go like, uh, like, hey, oh, what you're taking? Because he's like, oh, just as a doctor, uh, uh, just curious, what, 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 what is that you just took, or something like that? Or there is, there's a polite way to do it that isn't grabbing a bottle, looking at him, and be like, ha, bad heart, huh? <laughs> you're a sickie. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and. And then after he says that, the other doctor is like, yeah, this guy's a walking heart attack or something like that. It's like, and he's like, hey, that's why I play squash. It's like the dialogue here was odd. Yeah. But they do they do establish things here where we're establishing that this guy's drinking a lot on the job and, he's, and he just drinks a lot. And this is where a plan starts going in his mind. I think this might have happened before this or it might happen directly after this where – Jared goes to the x-ray room and he, he, he gets the key from um, some nurse, some hot bitty nurse, and then goes and he like opens the door and he like starts putting on x-rays and like looking at them. And as he's doing that, he's like, can one of you guys give me a hand with this? And there's two people fucking on the floor of the x-ray room. Yeah. And that was the thing you'd seen in the background before. And like this pretty hunky doctor gets up, like the x-ray technician's like a pretty hot dude. And he gets up and he's like, oh, uh, I was just, uh, he tries to like talk his way out of it. And he's like, hey, come have a look at this with me. He's like, you, you scratch my, it was like, he also said something along lines of like. No, well, he was like, what are you doing looking at this? This isn't your patient. Yeah. This and is, he said. Why were you fucking on the floor? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you scratch my back. I scratch yours. I yeah. won't say anything. Quid pro quo. Yeah. And then <laughs> basically what he does is he's like, can you get me the post op, um, x-rays from this thing and he grabs them they put them up and he's like now why are these x-rays identical and then the lab the x-ray technician is like yeah they can't be identical they should be slightly different and he's like they should definitely be slightly different because you can see there's a little bit of a A mark a mark in the bottom corner i spilled some soda on our x-ray machine and that made it that makes them come out but the other one was done elsewhere so that should be different at least and he's like there's no way these should be the exact same x-rays the x-rays are from the boy the wheelchair boy and so basically at this point we've we've established okay something's going on why have they why have they made one of his x-rays different like why have they gotten rid of his post-op x-rays pre-op x-rays so while this is all happening at some point during this, so he's gone out to lunch with these guys. He's chummy chummy with them, but he's kind of thinking of ways to crack this whole big case. We've got to get back to the C plot. It's this is about the most important plot of this. He goes in <laughs> and he starts. He goes some the, some lady comes up to him. He's like, "Hey, can you go talk to that Greek woman? She's yelling at everyone, and no one can talk to her." And he's like, "Yeah, baby girl, let me go." So he goes, and he's like. Uh, blah 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 Greek 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 and she's like hey I speak English and he's like oh you little trickster and there was a lot of these moments where like she she's like I they don't want flirting hot girl yeah. oh, she's sure. real into Komodo dragon. she loves a Komodo dragon well she's like I don't want to have surgery and so he presses her stomach and she's like oh because <laughs> she's full to the brim and <laughs> and he's like he's like well what's going on and she's like and she's just like yeah I haven't she, she doesn't say it but like she says I haven't gone I haven't gone in like a like two weeks and then and then she's like but I don't want surgery and he's like hmm well then See, I'd not- be like, cut that shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, but then he's like, pulls well, out a, like a, a knife, and he's like, I'm just gonna stab you like I did that girl. <laughs> yeah. in the first. Trust me, I'm very good at stabbing. <laughs> but he he goes like, he goes, oh, then you won't have surgery. And she's like, wait a second, you're not a doctor. Pause. He looks at this camera. He's like, oh no, shit, <laughs> shit, grandma's figured me out. A <laughs> little bit of a pause. She's like, you're a human being. 
And it's like, nah, bro, he's bad at his neither. job. He's bad. He's, he's neither pedo- a doctor or Subway Jared. He's, he's a pedophilic <laughs> subway eating dragon. Like <laughs> this dude's not right. But basically, he's like, no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna try uh, Eastern medicine on you. We're gonna give you a tea. I'm gonna <laughs> rub your feet. And uh, we're going to put you on the balcony. On the roof. At the roof. And trust me, baby, you are going to blow. <laughs> because I was really, while watching this part of the plot, I'm like, that's not what this whole section is, that an old lady needs to shit, right? <laughs> oh, But it really was. It was really a big part of this. So basically throughout the episode, we do have a couple of scenes where he treats this woman. And as we said, he basically takes her up on the roof and he like draws things on her foot and tells another nurse to massage those parts of her foot and while giving her, her a tea. And he sanity. And sanity for all the girlies out there is the tea that they advertise to you on Instagram as flat tummy tea. Nice, nice. Yeah, and it just makes you shit. Obviously, it really just makes you shit yourself. And but they have another, they have another bit later on when they're on the roof where she does again. She's like, "Who are you? I mean, you don't want to do surgery on me. You give me smelly tea. She does say smelly tea. <laughs> You're a good one. And it's like, oh, and do a like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> just shit. Why are you in the hospital? <laughs> just go home and shit." And like it's such a weird thing to put in this episode because the episode is bloated as it is. It's more bloated than the shit man. But <laughs> that guy was on the writer was on coke, man. He had his coke. He just he couldn't shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like wait a second. I gotta write this into the thing. <laughs> this is genius. Yeah. I know what I'm dealing with. I wish I'd had some tummy tea. <laughs> I wish someone would massage my feet in the sunshine. So he's figured out that the two X-rays are wrong. What he needs is to get the other x-ray this is where we get the flashback where because he's like he's like okay drunk doctor is bad he's the one that's fucking this all up but how has he done this um because i don't know why he just was like he couldn't have done it by himself because we this is where we get the jfk flashback where he's like running up the thing he's like there has to be another person that's when he's like oh there's gotta be someone else who's in on it And i think initially his thoughts are that it's the main doctor the, like the head of the hospital. Yeah. And then, okay, so the way he figures this out is fucked. It's fucked up writing. It doesn't make any sense. But basically, he calls the bad drunk doctor and he's like, hey, do you have time to talk? And the bad drunk doctor's like, yeah, I sure do. Where do you want to meet? He's like, hey, I'll come to you. I'll, you wait at this bar. I'll come meet you there. Shit happens. So he is a bit late or something, but he shows up. And like he sits down and it, and as, as he's walking up, he like takes his tie down a bit. So he looks a bit roughed up. And the, that guy's like drinking a martini, like necks it, puts it off to the side. And then he's like, gets some ginger ale and they're talking. And he says like, oh, you look like you've had a busy day. And he's like, yeah, I had like, you know, stab patient come in and go through all the thing. He's like, but I think I fucked up. And he's like, I think I left some, some scissors in someone or something like that. This is a HEMA. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But then the other guy's like, <laughs> that's not a big deal. That's a Saturday. And he's like, what you have to do is wait for her white blood cells to come back. And if they're high, yeah, you've left them in there. And then just uh, say, you know, you have to do another surgery and take them out. Uh, it's fine. We do it all the time. Why I think this is fucked up is why does he trust this new doctor? He's known him for like that, a day. Yes. He's like known him for one day. I didn't think about that, but it's very true. And it's you're like, something like I malpractice all the time. It's okay. Let's look at the facts on on Jared. 
He looks is like a lizard. He's a lizard. He's a, a giant fucking lizard. <laughs> but like the facts are that he is widely overqualified to have taken this position. Yep. He is from out of town. He, he could tra- be more of a yeah. knock. He's from he out of space. He, trans- he transferred in like on a whim. They like without much notice. He transfers in, takes a job well under his pay grade. Uh, as soon as he's there, he's instantly going out to lunch with them, asking them probing questions at lunch, taking their constantly pills. getting the boss one-on-one, checking their pills and things like that to make sure, always watching when he's drinking. Second day on the job, he comes up to him and is like, I've done something bad. What should I do? You're not like alarm bells at that point are going on being like, oh no, this is an arc. This this is a dude coming to yeah. check if snitch, I fuck snitch, shit snitch, up. Snitch, yeah. yeah. But no, he's 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 instantly it's like because he's drunk all the time. Yeah, pretty much. But he he instantly is like okay. This and is keep what in mind, they're under like they've just had a malpractice suit. Yeah, because he's like he's that was something that's even discussed because like it's <laughs> at the lunch with the two other guys. He's like, I didn't know if I should take these jobs. What with all the malpractice suits yeah. that's happened recently, haha. <laughs> and then the guys like, yeah, like, that couldn't kind of be thing more happens. of a knock. Mm. Such a knock. Okay, but as they're having this conversation, the beeper goes off. He looks and it says like, I can't even remember what it says. Like, come look or something like that. It's something to do with the, I'm not even sure what the information is. She's like, we need to talk or something like that. Jared follows him and sees it's Ro- the doctor Rose. talking to Rose. Yeah. And he's kind, of, he's kind of like talking. It looks a bit heated. And then from this, Jared has determined that Rose is in on it. Rose yeah. is the second. Rose is the second shooter. She was the one that helped cover the whole thing off. I don't know if much happens before him just going and talking to Rose. He looks her up. So then he it, he then does his study on her, found, finds out that she was in prison. Yeah. Um, God knows where he got this information. Yeah. And then... Again, his powers are unlimited. The computer. And so, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has computer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But yeah, so he figures out she's been in prison, then sort of just uses that to his advantage. Yeah. And she's like, I, you know, I've changed my life. I've got a son now. So yeah, he goes up, he confronts her and he's basically like, why did you do it? Like, what's going on? Why did you swap out the um, the x-rays? And she, her reasoning, she <laughs> she was in jail. She's an ex-crack addict who now works at a hospital. Uh, she was hired and they knew this when they hired her. Basically, the hospital is about to be bought by like a bigger company and they've already had some malpractice suits. Uh, dipshit, drunk doctor, showed up drunk, operated... Or, or like basically Rose was like, you can't move this kid right now. He's just been a car accident or something. Yeah, yeah. You can't move him. Like don't do anything to him. But the doctor's like, ah, don't tell me what to do. Moves him. Basically fucks up the kid's back so he can't walk for the rest of his yeah, life. severs his spine. Severs his spine. Rose says. Which is weird because the first thing they tell you in first aid is not to move someone. Yeah. yeah. Rose is like, no, no, we can't do this. And then after the surgery, uh, she goes to the Big boss yeah. and says what happens. He the pickleball player. Yeah, he yells at her and he's like, "You need to fix this. You need to cover this up. We're about to be bought by a big company. If this happens, they won't buy us. Like, you know, we'll lose all our stocks." And she's basically, they threaten her. They say, "If you tell anyone, we're going to tell your son and your husband that you're a crack addict. That you used to be a crack addict and stuff like that." So she's she's stuck in a hard place where she has to get rid of the X-rays, but she doesn't. She keeps the x-rays, but she doesn't show anyone. She does the swap out, but she doesn't destroy the old x-rays. So at this point, now it's time for Jared to put his plan in place 
to take down the doctors. <laughs> he does this in a in a very fucked up way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I guess she doesn't keep. Maybe she doesn't keep the X rays. Is she gives them to the main the head, the head doctor? The head, he's he the one that hides them. them. He keeps them and he hides them. Right? They play. He after this, he's figured out all this thing. He's like. This all this shit's gone bad. There is a scene where he goes and tries to give an ice cream to the little boy, and like the little boy's like, nah, 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 nah. They tell us not to take ice cream from creepy men that stare at me from my school, and he doesn't take the ice cream at any point from him. Nice. Good, yeah. And like, and then Jared's like, dude, it's better. I've heard it's better before it melts. And Jared also does things like he he like goes down close to him. And he's like, I bet your hands hurt from the wheelchair. And the kid's like, How did you know? And it's like. I guess I get. Well, it's he not- says I have a good imagination, which is about him imagining, imagining, imagining those things. Which apparently his skill is that he imagines accurately. But it's not like a crazy, like out there thing. Like that if your you hands had would to, cramp yeah, yeah for sure. All the time. At some point in this as well, because we do have the ticking time bomb that they find out where the hospital is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't clear to me on either watch. Did he buy something or use a card or someone recognize him? Like they found out he was working in that hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm scratching my brain. I don't think it was clear. Well, the, basically the people trying to find him, find out he's in the hospital. There is a scene where Sydney says to like, he's getting more on the side of Jared because he's like, you didn't tell me. He says to Sydney, you didn't tell me they weren't his actual parents. And Sorry, he Sydney says to, to Fembot. Fembot. You didn't tell me they weren't his actual parents. And then she's like, you didn't need to know. It was on a need-to-know basis. Anyways, they found out that he's there. So they're coming there to get him. While that's happening, he's trying to he's trying to fix this. He's trying to help this kid. So his plan is he calls up the big doctor and he's like, hey, man, you want to play some racquetball again? And the big doctor's like, oh, my God, you want to get beaten twice in a week? Are you crazy? You son of a bitch, I'm in. And they, they show up, they play racquetball together. Before they do that, there's a scene where you can see him crushing some pills up, putting the them in really some water. really tiny mortar and pestle. He's putting them in some water and they play it. And then after the racquetball game, the doctor's like, hey, pass me. Well, it's not the doctor, it's like the head of the hospital. He's like, hey, pass me my water. You see a shifty little swap of the two water bottles. He throws it over. The doctor chugs down the water like he did before. You saw him chug, so you know the dude's a chugger. He loves to chug. That's canon. And then when he's walking off, he starts like having a straight up heart attack. Like he's grabbing his chest, being like, ah. And then uh, Jared's like, somebody call, call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. Well, then we get a shot of the ambulance arriving at the hospital and like the doors getting smashed open and him coming out like next to the car being like, we need to blah, 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 blah. Get the AKGs on the, on the, on the bing dong. D-I-Z's. Upper left quadrant. Upper left quadrant. I'm a doctor. And they're pushing. And then someone's like, hey. Are you going to operate on him? And he says, no, that would be a conflict of interest. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but your best mate can. <laughs> why? And they're like, okay, you've been here two days, but I guess we'll get the other surgeon here. So also then, a conflict of interest. If well, it's, more so because yeah. they're very close. They're yeah. very close, those two. So they get the other surgeon. And he's like, no, no, not him. He does bad surges. Yeah, he's well, Doctor Death. Yes. Well, he's he's they get this. His beeper goes off. He's at a bar and he's chugging. He's chugging down martinis. He gets the call. He's coming in. As he's on, as the head of the doctors, head of, head of the hospitals on the table, uh, Jared gets like down real close to him, and he's like, "Don't worry, Doctor So and So is coming." And he's like, nah, "Nah, bro, I don't want to die. That guy sucks at surgery." 
And is this where he's like, he's like, okay, well, you need to tell me where the x-rays are? Yeah, pretty he, much. He's like, he's like, okay, well, he's going to operate on you, but you need to tell me where the x-rays are from the thing that happened before. He tells him that they're like behind a picture in order to get surgery, get what's me called to do surgery on him, like yeah. Jared to do the surgery because he does not trust the other doctor. And then once he finds out the information, Jared gets down really close to him and he's like, well, I can't do the surgery either. I'm not qualified either. I'm not a doctor. And also you haven't had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. And then like walks away while this guy's like, I'm a dead man. And he also, yeah. So he's like, I've, you haven't had a heart attack. So like kind of nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. But, but also, he's about to be cut over. exactly. Yeah. So like the other guy's getting a his guy gloves who on. Has he's like, zero surgical skills. Yeah. yeah. And who is mag. Yeah. He's so drunk. Because he like walks in and he's like, hey, whoa, we're doing some surgery. <laughs> yeah. And then on his way out. He hits a jukebox with his elbow <laughs> yeah. goes off. Yeah. So he goes, he like cuts open the back of a picture and he gets these x-rays and it's the it's the pre-op x-rays that show that his back wasn't all severed and shit. Yeah. We get a scene, as his, as he was walking out, he like grabs this, this one nurse that he's like got to do all his busy work throughout the thing and he's like, hey, uh, you should probably go uh, call the police. And then she's like, why? He's like, well, so-and-so is about to do surgery and he's really drunk and she's like, oh shit, not again. <laughs> she like runs away. And so I guess the assumption is the police are going to show up before the surgery happens. No one's going to die. No one's going to die. His heart attack's going to be all right because um, it wasn't an actual heart attack. I yeah, because that's the concern. We're yeah. concerned for his heart attack and not him. <laughs> his heart attack's going to be okay. It's, it's a top quality heart attack, <laughs> one of the best. And then, you know, the guy's going to go to jail. And there was talk earlier on in the episode, Rose dropped it, that like they need the pre-op uh, x-rays in order to make a claim for a lawsuit. Uh, that whole shit's going on. So he... He, he gets the pre-ops. Yeah, he gets them and he's got an envelope. But it's a ticking time bomb here. We, we've discussed it before. This is the point where the two searchers come into the hospital. Sydney and Femme Jag. Sydney and Femme Jag come into the hospital and they're like, hey, has anybody seen a literal Komodo dragon? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, he's just down Always there. Always eating a subway. So they're chasing him through a hospital and and they're like, shoot to kill, shoot to kill. And he's like, no, stop fucking saying that. We're in a fucking <laughs> hospital. Stop trying to kill this guy. And this is where the beauty of the episode all comes together. Okay? Plot C, baby. The plot C comes back in because he, 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 he runs in to a room and it's only the old lady. And she's so excited. And she's she's like, just taking a yeah, dump. She's like, you'll never guess what happened. <laughs> I've destroyed that toilet <laughs> in there. There is two weeks worth of old lady poop in there. By the way, there's no way this could have been left out of the episode. <laughs> everyone needed to know this old lady needed to shit. Yeah. It's essential for everyone to know this. So they're talking. She's like, you really are a human being, aren't you? And then from outside the room, we hear the old lady scream. Boom, boom, boom. The searchers, they break into the room and they're like, what, what's the matter? And she's like, a man just ran through. He ran out the fire escape. Uh, Femme Jag and Searcher Boy, Sydney, they run out and they go up, up onto the roof. And then when they're out of earshot, he slides his little reptilian face out from under the bed and he's like, ha, ha, ha. We got away with it, didn't it? And she's like, thanks for helping me shit. <laughs> then he gets out of the hospital scot-free after this. There's no issues. They've, they, they've gone up one ladder and they've gone, oh, well, search is over. Don't worry about it. Because we don't see them again this episode. No, we? We, you see... Um you see Sydney running like on like one side of the building and Fembot's on the other and he just goes, 
Jared. And Jared gets into like a car. Yeah. And drives off. And then the fembot goes over to the other side to where Sydney is. And she sees Jared drive off. And she was like, fuck. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Jared sends the x-rays to the little boy in the wheelchair. He knows his house address. Interesting. He's a pedophile, dude. Yeah, he, I, I assume he does have a register of where all children live. <laughs> wheelchair children. Um, wheelchair children. And and then there's like a scene of them like opening up the x-ray and being like, 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 like as if they would look at an x-ray in the mail and be like, yes, that must be my back. And uh, <laughs> yes, no, I can see that it's been severed. Oh, and this, it is severed. The, this is the pre-op, so it must be unsevered. Like ridiculous but let's just assume there was like a little note in there explaining the whole thing but then the last scene is which is like now is him at an airport Jared at an airport yeah and he's reading, like reading, reading the paper and on like the cover or one aside which you know you see it from the screen is the little kid like cheering because he's won the still lottery. in the chair still in the still, chair uh, yeah, still I thought he was going to save like fix the kid in this <laughs> episode like I thought that's what I thought that's this Dude, whole time I thought do he can't surgery yeah true <laughs> but yeah it's like the news report is like oh my god wheelchair kid wins a 20 million dollars and he's like I've bloody done it and then to just a little little cherry on the top of the episode you've already got your all your conclusions the lady a, a flight attendant walks over and she's like you better get on the plane. It's, a, it's, about th- it's about to leave. And he stands up, puts away his newspaper. He only gets out a pilot's hat and puts it on and goes, oh, I don't think they're going anywhere without me. Not without me. And then he walks onto the plane and we get end credits. That leads us on to ratings for the pilot episode of The Pretender. Andy, what are you giving it? I'm going a straight five. Cassie, what do you give it? Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mario. I love you, but three. Three? Okay. Yeah, it was pretty dog shit. I'm sorry. It was uh, so confusing and there wasn't a likable character in it. Okay. Except for the shitting lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. This lady couldn't shit. And then she did. It was a beautiful inspirational story. Uh, what do I give this? I'm going to give this one. I think it has potential. I think, I think it was crazy. It didn't make any sense. It was tacky, but I think there's potential there for it to become dope. So I'm giving the pilot episode a 5.5. It did get an extra 0.5 for having the, having the bravery to show a woman needing to shit on TV. Like, <laughs> to be fair, we've done what, like se- late 70s of shows. And not one. And we've never, like, that sounded like a weird thing. We've done, like, at least, like, 78 shows and not one of them. Has an old lady had an entire, nothing else to her character besides the fact that she's a Greek woman who needs to shit. So Mario, thank you so much for recommending that one to us. If you have any episodes at home that you would like to recommend, write into testpilotpodcast at gmail.com, but only do it if first you write (laughs) us an email that says, yes, Yes, mommy, yes, mommy, Mimi want more. (laughs) Or if you want us to keep continue, picture of you as a child Alone. uh, alone at a theme park with big red letters over it that says no. If you want us to stop, same picture. Or different picture. <laughs> but it has no. to be of a theme park. Theme park. You're, you're yeah. alone. You might have multiple of you. You've got to be uh, younger than 12. And I, okay, I cannot stress this enough. If you are posing with a, what do we call these? Like a mascot? Your theme park mascot. A theme park no, mascot. No, I just what they call. They're film called mascot. Um, theme park characters. Yeah. If you're with a theme park character in this photo, that is not alone. Not alone. <laughs> okay. It doesn't count. That does not count. This has to be a photo of you at a theme park 
with literally no one else in shot. Okay? There can't you can't be waiting in a ride. Couldn't be a bu- like someone behind you on a slide. You can't be watching a parade. Okay? You must be alone. So, brings us to an end of an era. 80 episodes from 2019. <laughs> I reckon we hit it. Maybe I reckon eighteen. I reckon it was eighteen. Oh fuck! It might have been eighteen. I'm not I'm too sure. It's been a long. Now. It's been a long time, bro. Uh, most podcasts, had they been doing it this long, would be well into the hundreds. <laughs> We've taken more than two six month breaks in the process. Eighty episodes. Hey, we had to have a holiday. Had My tummy hurt. Yeah. Uh, a lot of ratings. A lot of a lot of good times talking together on this podcast. It is the that is uh, the final episode of a co-hosted Andy. Thank you for doing the podcast with us for so Thank long. Thank you Thanks so for having much. me, guys. Thanks for starting this with me. Well, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Maybe obviously. Four. Yeah, it could have been four. Who knows? It was on, when I was on a work Who's, sabbatical. Yeah, no one's counting. <laughs> We've I'm all had work sabbaticals in that time too. But yeah, it's been fun. And who, like, as stated at the start, could be back. Could be back as a co-host. Probably not because I'll have another co-host um, and I'm not going to steal that person's job. Well, I will take that. They could be trash to us. It does really lead us on to the fact that it could. This could also be the last ever episode of Test Pilot. We really don't know at this point. Um, we'll try and update on social as soon as we do know. We'll await I mean, your it's emails. obviously going to be on Twitter. I, yeah, if well, it's like, breaking news, it's on Twitter first. Look, Andy is leaving his co-hosting duties, but very much active on Twitter. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. He will still be our Twitter guy. Uh-huh. I will say when when I started this podcast all those years ago, it was my idea to do 100 episodes of a show that no one listened to. I thought that was funny. I thought it was funny to have 100 episodes under my belt. I would like to get to the 100, but also we will, you know, We'll see, man. We're going to endeavor to try and do that for you, um, but also not if we receive too many photos. Yeah, I mean... Because then you would have made your thoughts clear and that's understandable. But if the photos have no over them, again, that's a vote to stay. The rules are tough, but you'll get there. It couldn't couldn't be more clear. It's it's clear. (laughs) And if it's not... You can always just re-listen to this episode. It's certainly clearer than the plot of The Pretender. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much at home for listening. If you have any episodes, write in to testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. If this is the last time we ever talk to you, thank you to everyone who listened to us at any point. Uh, It was very nice to talk to friends every week and have people listen to me talk to friends. And, uh, you know. Love everyone in the world except for Jared from Subway and Coney. I'm not big on the Coney guy, and I don't love uh, the dad of Seven Eleven, but Seven Eleven, Seventh Heaven. But other than that, everyone else is pretty chill. Look, I also don't. And the the guy that pushed you in the Seven Eleven. And the guy that pushed me in Seven Eleven. Yeah, we can all agree. Fuck that guy. I'm gonna need you to hit that for the very last time, Andy. I'm gonna need you to hit that cut that button.